Hello and welcome to The Lone Ranger from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Horse for the speed of light, the cloud of dust, and the hearty Hyo Silver, the Lone Ranger. With his faithful Indian companion, Tonto, the daring and resourceful masked rider of the plains led the fight for law and order in the early western United States. Nowhere in the pages of history can one find a greater champion of justice. Return with us now to those thrilling days of yesteryear. From out of the past come the thundering hoofbeats of the great horse, Silver. The Lone Ranger rides again. Come on, Silver. Let's go, big fellow. And Silver, High in the mountains, storm clouds emptied upon the rocks and crags below. It was a storm that endured for several days. Dry gulches filled with water, creeks became rivers, and the river's torrents reached flood proportions, roaring toward the level plains below. Beyond those mountains to the east, the town of Riverside, nestling in a bend of the Red River, had no hint of the distant storm. A single horseman bent low and urged his tired mount through the town on toward the ranch house of the Double M. Whoa, whoa there, whoa, Mr. Munson, listen. I've gone a week, Curly. What in coronation is the idea? No, just a minute, Mort. Let me talk. How about those cows I sent you to get? There was no sign of the cattle. And I got to thinking of them engines from the hills. I thought they might have stolen the critter, so I decided to find out. You said where you've been for the past week? Yeah. But if the Indians stole your cows, you will never know it. They've cleared out. The Indians? You mean to say they've left their village? Not only left it, but took along everything they could carry. Why? Because the dam is going to burst. 
There's been three days of awful rain. Every stream's running over. The dam is sure to go. That means the water will come down here and carry away the bridge. Yeah, the town will be cut right off. Boss, what do we do? Just a minute, let me think. If the dam and the bridge go, the whole town of Riverside will be cut off. I'd better go and warn the people now in wait, town. Now, wait a minute, Curly. I've got an idea. <laughs> you and Mort both go to town. I'll give you cash, and you go to every store and buy all the food. All the food? Boss, we don't need that much grub. Mort, when the town's cut off, anyone that wants to eat can buy food from me at my price. <laughs> Jason, when I said all the flour you got, that's just what I meant. My gosh, Curly, what's Munson going to do with all that? Don't you want to sell? Uh, for five cents over my regular price? <laughs> I'd be a fool if I didn't. Curly, that stuff will be out to your boss's place inside of two hours. There's your cash, ma'am. Now it's a deal. Lane's sakes. I never done so much business all to once since I first kept store. Mr. Munson must be aiming to feed an army. Ma'am, that's his affair. That everything, Poe? Everything? You've cleaned me out. Curly, you and Mort have done a good job. Now tell the boys to see to their guns and stand guard. When the bridge goes and folks see what we've done, there's likely to be trouble. That night, weakening under the pressure of water stored behind it, the dam burst and the flood released rushed into the channel of the Red River. It followed a rocky gorge down the mountainside until it reached the plains, leveled out, then struck the bridge at Riverside. The bridge! The bridge is out! following morning, the townspeople gathered in Hetty Matthews' general store. Highest the river's ever been. Where'd all the water come from? Can't last, can it? Can't tell. Look out there. Look how the river's racing. Morning, Sheriff. Hello, Hetty. Well, Sheriff, what do you think of it? Uh, it's awful. A corker, huh? My sakes, who ever dreamed this could happen? Reckon you folks realize you won't be able to cross the river for quite a spell, don't you? How long will that be, Sheriff? Any idea? Depends on how things are in the hills. Might be ten days, two weeks. My sakes, all that time with no mail or visitors? Mail and visitors can keep. But we can't go without eating. Well, who says we're going to? Well, what if our grub gives out? You're kind of barring trouble, aren't you, Sheriff? Well, it's something to consider. I sold almost all my supplies to Bart Munson. But Paul and Jason will have plenty. What'd you say about me and Jason, Hattie? Oh, howdy, Paul. I was telling the sheriff that you had plenty of supplies, even if I was practically sold out. You too? Why do you say that? Well, I'm sold out. What? That's right. I sold everything we had to Munson. Flour, taters, everything. Well, there's Jason coming in. Hey, Jason, how's your food supply? Why, I was about to ask you and Hattie the same thing. Curly from the double M bought me. Uh, huh? When was this? Uh, yesterday. Well, he did the same to me. I sold to Mort. But he was buying for the double M, too. And Munson's got all the food in town. Well, I saw Munson's plenty slick. Petty, why in blaze did you sell one man so much? Well, why shouldn't I? How was I to know there'd be a flood? I wonder if Munson had word of what was it coming. My hang, I'm going to find out. Oh. 
Joe Munson, you look here. You've got the grub, and I'm admitting it. But the price you're asking is all out of reason. <laughs> Maybe. But people pay to go without. What if folks can't pay? Well, you'd let them starve? They'll cross that bridge when I come to it. You... Oh, shit, just listen to me. The food is mine. I can do what I want with it. No one's going to stop me. And if it comes to gunplay, I got men enough to defend my property. Don't you forget that. I savvy, Munson. I savvy. If anyone wants trouble, I'll accommodate him. You sure are an ornery critter. There's your deputy coming here. Yeah. Ho, ho there. Ho, ho, boy. Hey, Sheriff, come with me. There's a fellow setting out to drown himself. What's that? He's trying to swim the river on his horse. No man can cross that floodwater. Well, you better come fast. Right. I'm ready. Munson, you'll see more of me. Anytime, Sheriff. I'll be right here. Get up there. Get up. Make him turn back, Sheriff. It's suicide. No horse can swim that flood. Well, why is he coming here anyway? Sheriff, what can we do? Can't do a doggone thing but stand here and watch a man and a horse drown. The powerful white horse fought gallantly against the surging water and the undertow that threatened to suck him and his rider beneath the surface. That's it, Silver. Oh, boy. Let's go. The man in the saddle wore a disguise in place of the mask that generally identified him as the Lone Ranger. That's it, Silver. We're holding our own. Every inch counts. Tonto had remained behind on the distant bank. He watched the slow progress as the man and horse fought inch by inch toward the isolated village and the people who were certain they would perish. Ray, look at that critter. Oh, I can't believe it. I thought they'd be drawn under long before this. I'll still bet two to one they don't make it. Stop it, Ray. You don't bet on a man's life like that. Hey, Sheriff, I got a rope here. Is there any way we can help that man? Yeah. Uh, bring it here, Jason. If he gets close enough, I'll throw it to him. Well, here you are. Uh, give me it. Yeah, here, Ray. Tie this free end to your saddle. I never saw the like of that. still fighting. Why, darn, it's an even bet money now. He might make it. We sure ain't quitting. Stand clear, everybody. Give me your own. All right, you heard what the sheriff said. Now get back there. Give me your own. All right, you needn't shout. I'm throwing a line, mister. If it comes anywhere near you, grab a hold. Here she goes. Hang on. Snub it over your saddle. Good throw, sheriff. Now, Ray, move your horse and keep that line taut. We'll give that man a hand. The Lone Ranger found eager hands to help him and Silver from the water to the shore. I'd be crazy. You go. Both he and Silver were exhausted from their battle with the flood. Stranger, never in my life did I see a horse that could do what that white one has done. Say, big fella. Well, Silver's an unusual horse. Why in thunder did you do it? I knew the flood had cut you off from all supplies. How are you fixed? Mister... We're not fixed at all. You made a bad move coming here, mister. That is right. All you'll get for crossing that flood's a privilege of starving with the rest of us. Starving? You mean to say you have no food? Well, there's right. food enough here, but it's all owned by one man. Sheriff, did you talk to Munson? I talked to him all right. The money-hungry polecat laughed in my face. Munson? Is that the owner of the double M? Yeah. His ranch house is cut off from the mainland, the same as the rest of us are. The only difference being he's got food. Some way he learned his flood was coming and bought up all the food in town. Yeah. He sent one of his cowhands to clean out my store. Mine too. Hey, mine too. I see. 
Now he's going to make everyone pay outlandish prices if they don't want to stop. Hey, look, Sheriff. Here comes his top hand. Uh, Mort Wilgus. He's got nerve to come here. Men have tried this trick before. What was that you said, mister? Oh, men like Munson deserve anything that happens to them. Of course, he's within his legal rights. Perhaps. Food's his property. He bought and paid for it. I expect he'll do what he doggone pleases with it. There are times, Sheriff, when property rights must be secondary to public welfare. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> What's this about some man crossing that flood water? He's right here, Mort. And here's the horse that carried him. Maybe he's trying to set himself up as a hero to one of the girls here in town. So you're the foreman at the Double M. Yeah. Yeah, what's it to you? Let me look at you. Well, take a good look while you're at it. <laughs> I am. I just came to tell you, Sheriff, Mr. Munson has posted prices on food supplies. They're a little high, but I guess everyone will be glad to get food at any price by the time a few more days have gone by. I have a friend on the far bank of that river. You can see him over there, Sheriff. Yeah, looks somewhat like an Indian from here. He is an Indian. His name is Tonto. He can get all the food you need. <laughs> That's a good one. Is it? Trouble is, stranger, your friend might just as well be on the other side of the mountains. You can't get word to him unless you cross that river again. There might be other ways. A pack of good it'll do to get word of the Indian. He could have food piles sky high on that south bank, but he can't get it here. As much as I hate to admit it, I'm afraid Mort's right. Men like Mort are seldom right. <laughs> What's that? Go and tell your boss that he has until sunset to offer food for sale at the price for which he bought it. Are you trying to tell me what to do? I'm not trying to. I told you what to do. Why? You can also tell him that after today, you'll not sell food at any price. Now, you see here, I'm not telling him anything of the kind. Oh? What's more, I'm not taking orders from you or anyone else. I hope you keep on. And what's more, if you don't stop looking on your nose at me like that, I'll teach you a lesson you won't forget. Looking at me like I was something that crawled out beneath a log. That's just how you look to me. Why, thunder, I'll show you. Take this. It's a good thing I swing missed. I hoped you'd try that. Here. Why are you I was hoping to lead to that. So is the tall stranger. Now, Mort, how about taking my message to your boss? Uh, he'll be sorry you slapped me. Still undecided, huh? No, no. Now you keep away from me. I'll tell Munson what you said. Steady, boy. I'll tell him. And when he learns that no one appreciates his offer, he may let the whole town starve. You'll see. Get up, boy. The curtain falls on the first act of our Lone Ranger story. Before the next exciting scenes, please permit us to pause for just a few moments.
Now to continue our story. The Lone Ranger quickly won the support of the townspeople by the way he handled the foreman of the Double M Ranch. Yeah, it sure done me good to see you slap Mort. How do you aim to get word to your friend? Food across that river. Everyone will pitch in and cut logs or build a bridge. A bridge? But I don't see how. I'll show you how. We'll get all the logs you need. Won't we, boys? And rope. A lot of rope. Oh, there's plenty of rope. Get your teams and axes, boys. We'll cut and hold logs. Oh, Sheriff, let me take your badge. But I don't savvy. It's as bright as a mirror. I'm going to use it to signal Tonto. Tonto watched the flashes of light from the island. In the dots and dashes of the telegraph code, he read the Lone Ranger's message. Then leaped to Scout's back and raced away. Get him up, Scout! Tonto traveled hard and fast to a town a few miles distant, where he reined up at the general store. The owner was on the porch. Not right. We need plenty of food. Food and wagon to carry it. If for people in Riverside. Say, I heard that they're cut off. Not right. They shouldn't need food. They got two or three stores over there. A fellow named Munson get all food. Him want high price. Munson? That ornery schemer. Ah. It's just like him to take advantage of a situation like that. I'm downright sorry, but I can't help those people. Oh, you got plenty of food. Yeah, but there's lots of people around here, and they'll need it. You see, the railroad bridge is down. Be some time before we get more supplies. What I got, got to save from a regular customer. Toto went to another community, another store, another storekeeper. But the reply was much the same. Sorry, but the railroad bridge is down. Can't spare as much as a sack of flour. Sorry, but there's nothing I can do. While Tonto conducted a hopeless search for food, Riverside was a place of bustling activity. Willing hands followed the directions of the Lone Ranger, cutting and trimming trees and hauling logs to an ever-increasing pile at the edge of the river. Munson and his foreman watched from a distance. Like to know what that stranger expects you to do. Boss, you ask me, and I'll say it's a bluff. Might be, but it was no bluff when he slapped you, Mort. <laughs> I wish I'd seen that. That's nothing to laugh at. Hey, look over there. The Indians come back. Yeah, looks to me like he's come back empty-handed. Hey, Tonto's come back empty-handed. What's he doing over there? I think he's going to send us a message. He's getting ready to shoot an arrow. There. He's let her go. Watch for it, Sheriff. Coming right this way. There. Right spang in a log not ten feet from where you stand. We'll get it. I want that arrow. Oh, going. That's good shooting. Must be all at 200 yards. There's a note wrapped around it. What's it say? I'll tell you in just a minute. As soon as I unroll it. Oh. What's the matter? Is that bad news? Yes, Sheriff. I'm afraid it is. Let's see it. Right here. Otto tried hard. No food. Railroad bridges down. None of the surrounding towns can spare any supplies. Gosh, I don't know what to tell the people. 
nothing to tell them except the truth. After the way they've all been working, cutting timber, hauling logs. Oh, hang it all. This is something I hadn't counted on. Well, may as well make the announcement. You let everyone go on busting his neck with work that won't get us anywhere. I expect Munson will raise the price of food sky high after the message you sent him. Better if I'd never have come here, I guess. Well, it's not your fault, mister. No one will hold it against you. You did all you could. It was right generous of you to try to help us. And I suppose Munson is within the law and hoarding all the food. He bought it and paid for it. It's his property, and folks around here are great respecters of property rights. I know that. Property rights, uh... Well, I'll tell everyone to quit. Well, just a minute. Huh? Munson would go a long way to keep us from getting food from the mainland, wouldn't he, Sheriff? Reckon so, but what of that? I have an idea. Give me your badge. Again? Yes. I've got to send another message to Tonto. Here it is. I'll let everyone keep working. Pass the word that we need more logs, more rope. We want as much as we can get between now and tomorrow morning. Once more, Tonto saw the sun reflecting in dots and dashes from the polished badge of the sheriff. Once more, he leaped to his horse and dashed away. Get him up, Scout! The men worked steadily, cutting and trimming the trees and hauling the logs to the riverbank. Sunset came, but no word that Munson had accepted the ultimatum given to Munson's foreman by the Lone Ranger. Work progressed through evening until darkness called a halt. Well, I sure hope we got logs enough. We have. You got rope enough there, mister? Honey, thanks. I'd like to give Munson rope enough to hang himself. Maybe that's just what we're going to do. Huh? What do you mean by that? All of you, be here tomorrow morning. It'll be a big job to lash all of these logs together. Uh, what about the food? Yeah, what about it? I don't see no sign of it on the far bank. Wait until morning, then look across that river. And then, the following morning... Look! Why, it's the Indian. He's got a wagon. Look how it's loaded down. Great day. There's bales and bales of supplies. And cases. Oh, I can see sacks piled high. He's done it, boys. He's done it. Yeah. Hey, Sheriff, look at that pile of stuff. Where's that stranger? He'll be here in a minute or so. Well, here he comes now. If we can get those things on this side, we'll be all right. Hey, mister, your engine friend came through. Did he become... Yes, I see he did. We're all here waiting for orders. What do we do now? I told you we're going to build a bridge. And it's not going to be easy. But it can be done. I've seen it done by army engineers. They've got to drive as many posts as possible. Then we float logs against those posts and last them in place. Then more logs against the first ones. I get it. It'll be a floating bridge. Yeah, but it may float right downstream. But the posts hold it in place, don't you see? It won't be very solid. You'll get wet every time you cross, but it will serve its purpose. There might be places where it's too deep to drive posts. We'll drive them where we can. Well, are you ready to try it? Or will you pay Munson's price for food? Let's try it. What are we waiting for? Come on, let's get going. The sooner we start, the better. The men pitched in with enthusiasm that remained undampened in spite of the fact that everyone was soon drenched to the skin. It was slow, hard work, but there were many willing hands to share it. By noon, a fair start had been made. Mid-afternoon found the men in midstream where the water was deepest and the current strongest. Men worked at the end of ropes held by others to keep from being swept downstream. Pull that rope tighter. Hold her in place. We got a splice. I can't hold on much longer. Stay with us, Ray. We'll have the worst of the job behind us. 
That evening found the job more than half finished. Everyone felt certain that the next day would bring food from the mainland where Tonto waited. Everyone felt confident and proud. Everyone, that is, except Munson and his men. Wood, if they get to the mainland, we'll be in a bad way. Well, they'll get there tomorrow, boss. I came here to the house to tell you so. What's to be done? That's what I'm wondering. Hey, boss. There's a breed wants to talk to you. Uh, Senor, I come to speak about the bridge. Uh, perhaps I better close this door, huh? What about the bridge? You pay me, I think, the blasting powder to blow up the bridge. For how much? Oh, $500, I think. <laughs> Listen to him. Why, we could do it our own selves. We don't need your... Ah, but, senor, you do not have any blasting powder. And you dare not buy it at the store. Have you got blasting powder? Oh, see, si, senor, right outside the door. That's what I want to do. Get your hands up. Senor. Curly, get a rope and tie this Here's a double cross. You will be sorry. Shut up. Hold still while I tie your hands. Uh, slick work, boss. I'm good and tight, Curly. Leave it to me. <laughs> don't take me long to recognize a good idea when I hear it. Take the breed you got, Mort. Uh, here it is. Now, take it easy, breed. Maybe I'll pay you something for the idea after we get through. But, boss, do you know how to handle powder? Leave it to me. I'll fix it so there's not a sign of that half-finished bridge. Mort, you'll go with me. Curly will stay here and guard the half-breed. Shrouded by darkness... Munson and his foreman planted heavy charges of blasting powder where the bridge was fastened to the land, then crawled out in the logs and fixed more explosive at each of the stakes that had been driven down to hold the bridge. Got that one set and fuse? Yeah, it's all set, boss. Is the main fuse connected? Yeah, we're all set. Then we'll get back to the mainland later. Then we can watch the fun. Munson and Mort hurried back across the logs. There they crouched to shield the match from the wind. It was Munson himself who lighted the fuse that would fire all the blasts. Here we go on in a second now. You've gone far enough. Uh, you're pretty uh, far, huh, Munson? What you mean? We watched every move. I'll put that fuse out. They're going to destroy our bridge, huh? That bridge was partly my property. And partly mine. And mine. I furnished the road. Of course. Of course, the whole town's here. And the whole town is mad. We ought to hang these two for trying to destroy our no. property. Yes, let's hang No, no, no. Don't hang me, boys. Don't do it. Sheriff, you got to protect me. There's not much I can do, Munson. These folks worked hard on that bridge. They'd overrule me. Let's hey. string them up. Hey. No, no, no. No, Munson's the one. I just worked for him. Don't string me if up. If we hang Munson, we can get his food. We won't have to bother with finishing the bridge. What are we waiting for? Just a minute. Wait a minute. Munson, you might win a measure of goodwill by offering to share your food. Oh, I will. I will. Listen, folks, you can have the food. I'll share it with everyone. Honestly, will. Now you're talking sense. Boys, get your wagons and go to Munson's place. Move that grub back to the stores where them that need it can get it. Come on, Munson. We'll take you with us. All right, I'll go. Uh, hasta la vista, senor. That voice. Come on, Munson, on your way. <laughs> Tomorrow, Sheriff, you might tell Munson that the cases Toto has piled up across the river are empty. Yep, I'll tell him. <laughs> What's that? That's right, Mort. Hey, wait. That man, he's the one that come to Munson's like a breed. I remember the voice. Yep. Well, he's the one that slapped my face. He was disguised. He's wore a couple of disguises since he got here. You see, he's the Lone Ranger.
story you have just heard is a copyrighted feature of the Lone Ranger Incorporated. Thank you.